Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, everybody out there. Welcome to a special episode. You might even say it's kind of a precursor, a preview, if you will, to our new format rolling out later this week, Positively Wrestling Evolved. I'm Tim Kennard. Joining me, as always, is Steven Davidson. And this show, hey, we're just uh, two guys who don't know anything about women, <laughs> who know a little bit about wrestling, talking about women's wrestling. So there you go. That, that's us. How can you, you resist? Doing? Yeah, I mean, how how could you not be drawn in to listen to this? Yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting. (laughs) You having a good day, my friend? Yeah, I'm excited to talk about the my 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 favorite show I've ever attended live. Ah, that's right. That's right. Steven was live for this show. We of course are going to be uh, doing a retro review of WWE Evolution, the first uh, WWE women's only pay-per-view they're only women's only pay-per-view to yeah, date so far mm-hmm. um but uh still hopefully one what someday they'll re- uh what's it resurrect it yeah it would be nice yeah. <laughs> yeah, good word choice yeah yes <laughs> but uh yeah so this should be a lot of fun it was a a great show uh i thought pretty much from start to finish but we're going to get into each match now uh one match which i, I didn't quite remember and that is the pre-show match. Um, I know I saw it when it was on, but it just not in my you, memory. You didn't because it wasn't on the pre-show. Oh, it, it was actually dark... wasn't on the pre-show. It was a no, dark match. it was a dark match. It was a dark oh. match. Um, but this was at the Nassau Coliseum on Long Island, uh, October 28th, 2018, almost three years ago to the day. Oh, hello. Uh, yeah. Um, I had never been to Nassau Coliseum before. It's an iconic wrestling arena. So much has happened at Nassau Coliseum. I was shocked when I got there because it's kind of in the middle of a field. It's it's very bizarre. Like Hmm. across the street on one side, there there are businesses and stuff, but other than that, it's surrounded by grass. Um, almost like a little airfield or something out behind it. Um, yeah, it wasn't what I was expecting when when uh, I was pulling in. But it was very cool, very cool to to visit another uh, legendary wrestling arena that I I hadn't been to. And I was going to go to this show wherever it was. Uh, I was determined because we knew it was coming and I was just waiting for the announcement. And I said, you know, I hope it's not going to cost me too much money, but wherever (laughs) it is, I'm going. And so um, they announced it for Nassau and like, cool, haven't been to New York in a while want to go it turned out it was a very fast exhausting trip i was also a little sick when i first got there which didn't help things yeah um but it turned out to be one of my favorite trips i've taken even though it was very fast just a few days um i went to a broadway show two no one one broadway show that time i've been to two total but i went to see king kong that time Ah. and uh found the nintendo store all Ah. around the world nice um got me a mario kart shirt and uh, yeah, uh, it was it was a fantastic trip. So Nassau Coliseum, a very cool place. New York is very cool. If, if you haven't been to New York, you've got to go at least once. And uh, yeah, 
So um, if they do another one, I'm going to go. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Wherever it is, I'm going to go. I say maybe um, it'll be in New York again. Mm-hmm. And I can go and it'll be my first trip to New York. Yeah. I've never go. been. There you go. I would expect it to be somewhere either northeast or out west. That would be my guess. I, so I, like a, a New York or a California or Seattle or something like that would be my guess if they do another one. Yeah. I think they want to go to a venue where they know they typically have like pretty hot crowds. Yeah. And and more progressive crowds. Yeah. That are going to support an all women's event. Yeah. Um, you're Very probably, true. You know, you may not get that in Texas. That. Apologies to anybody listening from Texas, but yeah. you probably admit that it's true. Um, so, yeah, I think that would be my guess. But we'll see. Hopefully, as women's wrestling continues to progress, it will start to be accepted everywhere. Yes. And it won't be looked at as being different from wrestling. Wrestling is wrestling. And I, I still get frustrated when WWE announces the following is a women's division match. We can see that. Yep. I got eyes, homie. <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't need to point that out. You don't need to make it feel like it's somehow different from another wrestling match if it has the same rules. So we still have progress to make. Um, but Agreed. this was a huge step. This show was a huge yes. step towards that progress. And yeah, it started with a dark match. And the reason it was a dark match, Rhea Ripley, at least I, I think, I don't know this, but my guess, Rhea Ripley was the NXT UK Women's Champion. NXT UK had pretty much just premiered and uh, that match where she won the title hadn't been aired yet. Ah, yeah. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Yeah. To keep that as a Uh, dark match. So I I show up to a live event and I get hit in the face with a spoiler. Um, Here's Rhea Ripley. Oh, she wins, I guess. (laughs) Um, I guess she won the tournament. Um, who did she you end know up what? beating in the tournament? Do you remember? Gosh, I actually, off the top of my head, I actually, I think she beat Tony Storm in the but final. So was it Tony? Yeah. And then Tony came back and, and beat her in a rematch and took the title yeah. eventually. Yeah. Um, But I was surprised because both Rhea and Dakota got pops when they came out. The That's crowd. Awesome. The crowd knew who they were and were excited to see them. And it wasn't a long match. Rhea got the win as I expected her to. Um, but right from that match, right from the beginning, I knew this crowd loved women's wrestling. They were here to see women and to support the women who were finally getting to do this show. Yes. And, uh, I mean, echo a lot of the sentiments there again, I wish I could have been there live to see it. I know that would have been awesome. Um, but yeah, I agree. The, The crowd was, again, they were hot the whole night. They were, yeah. For the ladies, and it was great. It was great. I mean, and they kicked off the show. I mean, you start with a banger. Mm-hmm. You start with some big guns, and that's Trish Stratus and Lita taking on Mickey James and Alicia Fox. Of course, Alexa Bliss originally supposed to be uh, Mickey James's tag partner. Originally, it was Alexa Bliss versus Trish in a singles match. Oh, okay. Originally, it was and a then match. yeah, then that got changed to Trish and Lita versus Alexa and Mickey. And then Alexa was suffering from some sort of injury. I don't remember offhand what that was, yeah. but she got replaced by Alicia Fox and then came out and was in their corner. Yep. And she does get involved a little bit in the match, but not like bumping or anything, but no, um, it's a mic work. 
Yeah, some mic work. Uh, I think some light interference <laughs> on mm-hmm. the outside. But uh, yeah, no, this is a, a good match. Lots of great moments. Uh, much like the crowd popped during the women's rumble when Trish and Mickey James were in the ring together and kind of squared off. When they finally got both tagged in at the same time, we got kind of the same thing going there. A yeah. lot of a lot of reaction for that, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. Um, the, the crowd was hot for everything here. Yeah. But everything. I mean, they, they hit all the high spots. I mean, we get chick kicks. We got elite assault. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we got everything. Satisfaction. Satisfaction. Yeah. Um, and again, Alicia Fox holding her own too. We mentioned, I think it was on uh, a couple weeks ago on the podcast. Yeah, a couple weeks she, ago. She is uh, underrated in, in the pantheon of women's wrestling. I'm not saying she is top tier elite. But she's not bottom of the barrel either. She no. she she held her own in this match, and she did not stand out as being less than the other three. Right. She she looked like she belonged. Yep. So yeah. Um, but yeah, Trish and Lita, of course, pick up the victory because um, I mean, a, a special show like this, a match like this, the faces are definitely going over. Um, I, I wouldn't have booked it any different. No, no. <laughs> you're not looking at long-term storytelling here to go past this event. So if it had uh, been the singles match with Trish and Alexa, maybe, 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 but not, not in a tag match like yeah. this. And, and Trish hits the uh, chick kick on Mickey. Yep. And pick uh, up gets the, victory. the pinfall there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, crowd loved it. We were, we were ready. We were ready for this show. We were yes. excited about it. And people were coming from all over. I came from Virginia a uh, guy next to me to my left had come from California. Ah. Um, and I talked to some other people from like Indiana uh, who were waiting outside to get in. And um, I don't remember talking to anyone from New York. I, I know people had to be from New York. Oh yeah, of course. Um, but I, I, people I talked to had traveled to get there. I traveled from the airport. My taxi ride was a hundred bucks Jeez. to my hotel from the airport, hundred bucks. That is insane. Yeah. Insane. Maybe Long I don't Island's want... a bit of a drive from Manhattan. Maybe I don't want to go to New York. <laughs> Too expensive. <laughs> well, if it's in Manhattan, it wouldn't have been well, quite as true. expensive. Yeah, true. it was It was a good drive. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, up next, we had the uh, 20-woman Battle Royal. Uh, winner would get a future women's championship match. Um, and let's see. We had uh, so in order that they came out, we've got Naomi, uh, okay. Michelle McCool, Sonia Deville, Alundra Blaze, Carmella, Zelina Vega, Kelly Kelly, Tamina, Ember Moon, Lana, Maria Canellis, Mandy Rose, Molly Holly, Dana Brooke, Nia Jax, Ivory, Oscar, Tori Wilson, and the Iconics, Peyton Royce, and Billy Kay. And just a uh, uh, a who's who of people who were current and legends. In the yeah. Business. And I, I love uh, the Iconics, the little mic work they do at the, at the yeah. top, uh, which was great. Making fun of the New York, long, you know, Long Islanders <laughs> accents. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I don't know how, what, what you would do if it, we, good thing we don't have accents that are so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Even though I love the Aussie accent, but still, yeah. it yeah. was, it was good tongue in cheek humor. Yes. Um, and the way they're just egging on the legends and basically calling them old and, 
you know, out of shape, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and then they get in the ring, and what happens? The first two people eliminated. Yeah. Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, because the legends all team up and throw them out. <laughs> yeah, they didn't make any friends coming in there. Um, interesting, no classic music for Alundra or Ivory. They had ah. new music for them. And mm-hmm. where they had, you know, Kelly Kelly got her old music, Molly Holly got her old music. Um, so I don't know what that was about. Yeah, I'm assuming I, some I, sort of licensing issue. I just can't I imagine guess. what it would have been. Yeah. Um, but the crowd cheered for everybody. Everybody yes. got cheered when they came out. Um, some more than others, but everybody got cheered. I remember being a little surprised at the time that even Sonia got cheered. And I don't say that because Sonia isn't good or anything, but she hadn't really been featured much as her own person. Mm-hmm. Um, she was almost portrayed as Mandy's second. Um, so when she came out on her own and did get somewhat of a reaction from the crowd, I was surprised, but pleasantly so, and impressed by the crowd. It was yeah. clear that we were there to support all of them. Yes, uh, We heard boos when people we liked lost or yeah. got eliminated from this battle. There were boos when the Iconics were eliminated because everybody yeah. loved them. There yeah. were booze when Molly Holly was eliminated almost right off the bat. Yeah, so what? early. <laughs> I mean, she was Why? The, after the Iconics, she was the first one out. Yeah. Um, so we didn't get that, and we didn't like that because we liked Molly. But no one got booed during an entrance. Nobody, the whole night. I'm not yeah, just talking about Battle Royale. I mean, yeah. the whole night, nobody got booed on an entrance. It was amazing. Best crowd I've ever been a part of, hands down. Yeah, there look- to enjoy wrestling. They weren't hate-watching. They were yeah. there to love it and to enjoy it. And I've, I've never been a part of that at any other wrestling show. Yeah. The hate watchers for this one are just people who ordered it and stayed at home just so they could Mm -hmm. hate watch, you know, they're not going to, I would imagine they're not going to pay their money to go to a special event like this, like the trip money and the travel just to, to hate watch something, which is good. It makes it better for the atmosphere inside the Mm -hmm. building. And for those of us that are watching it, that care at home, Mm -hmm. We don't have to worry about a crowd hijacking, you know, the event, which yeah. is great. Yeah. Uh, I do like. Of, look, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. just going to say there were there were lots of women elsewhere too, like Beth and Renee on commentary. Yes, uh, ring announcing. We had Lillian Garcia coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kayla Braxton yep. did some Kayla ring announcing. Braxton. JoJo, JoJo was there. Some mm-hmm. ring announcing, uh, and the lighting was different too because this show was kind of last minute. Yeah, being added to the schedule. I was in Vegas when they announced it, and that was a July trip, and this was in October. So they just decided three months before to have this show. And so their main crew, lighting crew, television crew, was getting ready for Raw across the country the next day. So it was a very bare bones type of set and feel. And I liked it. It was different. It Mm -hmm. felt it almost felt like the old Madison Square Garden or Boston Garden house shows. Yeah. It wasn't that dark, but it had a little bit of that vibe to it. And I liked it because every WWE TV show has felt the same basically since 2008 when they went to high def. Yeah. Agreed. Every single episode of every single show. This and is even, like the only one that has felt different. And even when they changed the sets up, like in the past years, it's like, it's not a big enough change to really make it feel different. It's not. It really no. isn't. Um, no. no, I was going to say is I love, of course, after Peyton and Billy get eliminated by the, the Legends crew there, I like how they 
then had the all the young guns right behind them, and then they start mm-hmm. to circle them, and it's like, okay, here we go. Yeah. Uh, you know, the the meeting of the two worlds, which I thought was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, this also didn't feel like a throwaway match, like battle royals usually do. Yeah. Um, I, I will say I thought um because I because battle royals, I don't necessarily like a straight up battle royal where mm-hmm. everybody starts in the ring at the same time. It's sometimes it's mm-hmm. too chaotic. Yeah. It's hard to really get invested in what's going on until they get down to like, you know, the last five or six people mm-hmm. uh, and they clear the ring. Some, I, I much prefer the Royal rumble format. Sure. The way you can pace that, but um, this was still good. Um, I, I thought they worked around that in this match because they had little stories starting from the beginning. Like what you're just talking about yeah. the Iconics first, and then the old guard versus the new guard. They had that. Um, then they had the Amanda, Amanda, Mandy and Sonia, story where they were teaming up to eliminate people mm-hmm. and then suddenly oops mandy eliminates sonia and so that was a little story and they had little stories naya versus tamina and lana kept trying to interrupt them to stop them from fighting yeah um, lana should have learned then just to leave naya alone for the rest of her career <laughs> or shadowing yeah, it got much worse for her in the years to come when it came to naya Ugh, stay um, away from the tables <laughs> yeah yeah but there were little stories like that peppered f- throughout from beginning to end, which is a hallmark of women's wrestling when you pay attention to it. Yeah. I do find that more than not, more often than not, they're better storytellers than most of the men because of things like this. They put thought into what they do and they put more character into what they do. And I don't think this felt like a throwaway battle royal. It felt like it on paper when they announced it. Because like, oh, of course, a battle royal to get everybody else on the card. Like, yeah, yeah. That, that's very WWE. But once it started and it was actually going, everybody was over with that mm-hmm. crowd. We cared about everyone. We cared about who won and lost. And there was a title shot on the line. So that helped. Mm-hmm. Gave it some it, gravitas. Mm-hmm. And combine that with the returning legends and those little stories that they, that they put ivory (laughs) ivory joining Carmela for a dance break. Yes. Yes. In there. And Carmela was in the middle of her stuff with our truth, which I still think aside from her matches with Sasha, the best thing she's ever done in her career was that pairing with our truth. And then ivory joining her for that dance break. (laughs) was a lot of fun. And I mean, and, and say kudos to ivory who looked great. Mm-hmm. in there as far as hitting some spots and doing everything else mm-hmm. i was rather impressed and she was the last legend standing which i didn't expect mm-hmm. yep um also it just uh, as you say you know sometimes these things feel kind of forced with with battle royals to get everybody on the card but i will say in this case it was warranted yes because of this being such a special night yes you want to get as many women on there as you could so that everybody could be get a little bit of highlight a little bit of shine and so everyone could just appreciate what all these women have done whether it be the current roster or the women that came before that helped kind of pave the way to get here like michelle mccool um i would say is a big one for that i mean tori wilson kelly kelly uh like i said ivory alundra blaze i mean come on of course it's just so so cool for them to be able to do this and like i say very warranted to have this battle royal the as we like to say cast stuffing is what we use in movies sometimes right 
but for this show, kind of similar. But again, it was a great decision in in this case. Um, on the on the note of just being like, oh, referring to current direction of product and and certain characters. Going back, I just I feel bad for Ember Moon. Yes, she's she's so over. She so was so over in this. Over. So oh. it, it looked like it. And it looked like the final four were Ember, Naya, Asuka, and Tamina. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ember straight up eliminates Asuka. And this was when Asuka was hot. Yeah. When, when Asuka was still winning everything. And the huge pop they got when they faced off because of their NXT rivalry was right. amazing. Right. Amazing. And the huge pop Ember got when she eliminated Asuka, half of that was from me. Um, <laughs> I was very happy. I was, I was certain Oscar was going to win and I wanted Ember to win. Um, yeah. So that was big. And then, uh, Ember eliminates Tamina. Mm-hmm. And so it's Ember versus Naya, or is it? Maybe. Because uh-oh. Maybe <laughs> somebody, somebody wants to tell us. Somebody's like, Hey, I gotta talk about that right now. <laughs> uh, um, Zelina had snuck out of the ring mm-hmm. earlier in the match and she snuck out on my side. So I saw her do it and ah. I was waiting. And at that point I was thinking, Oh, I think Zelina might actually win this thing. Um, and so Ember and Naya are kind of fighting against the ropes and she walks in and thinks she dumps them both, but she didn't yeah. Yeah. over the top rope, but not to the floor. Nope. Um, and so, yeah, Anaya comes in, presses Zelina overhead, and tosses her out, which was clever because that made it seem more logic, more more plausible—not logical, more plausible—that Ember was going to win because Ember had gotten the last two eliminations, mm-hmm. and so it was more likely that she wouldn't get three in a row to win. And so, having Naya eliminate someone made it seem more possible that Ember was going to win, although she didn't. She Naya did. got the win. Naya ends up with the victory and would later get a a championship match. I can't remember when that happened. It was at um, the uh, TLC. TLC, ah, yeah, yeah, it was at TLC. Um, But even she, she was she was crying. She got a "You deserve it" chant from the crowd. Like nobody was crapping on anybody for succeeding at this show. The crowd was not crapping on anyone. Even if our person didn't win, we were happy for the winner. I, I just I I still thinking back on it and having just watched this show literally just watched the show I finished finished it minutes before we started recording. Yeah. Um, I I just can't get over that crowd because you you just don't see that in wrestling. Yeah, agreed. Uh, but yeah, Nia picks up the win. It, was, it went sixteen minutes, so they didn't overstay mm-hmm. their welcome. Make it too long. It might be my favorite battle royal. I don't know. Yeah, as far as just straight up battle royals, I think straight up battle royals. Yeah, there, there was one on right. Saturday night's main event with Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant involved. That it's it's one of those two. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Up next, we had a tournament final because the 2018 May Young Classic was going on at the time, and Tony Storm taking on Io Shirai. Talk about two names we absolutely love. Man, holy crap! Yeah. Uh, and what a match! Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah, they tear it down. 
Yeah. This was oh. the only time the crowd disappointed me a little bit because I could tell that some of them weren't keeping up with the Mae Young Classic and didn't really mm. know who they were. But they still got good reactions. I mean, you could hear it on TV. Yeah. It just wasn't quite as big as I was hoping mm-hmm. it would be. Um, but there were dueling chants. Let's yep. go, Tony. Let's go, EO. And at the time, I was for Tony. Um, ah. EO hadn't completely won me over yet. I hadn't seen... But yeah, you were a little I'm, you were a little slower to get on the EO mm-hmm. train. It took a while to see more substance from her, more than the flash of the moonsault and the high flying stuff. It took a, a little time for me to see more from her than that. Um, I didn't dislike her, but I liked Tony more. Um, but I was, and and still am honored to see this match in person, to be there for this match because there aren't many people who can say they've seen both of these people live, yeah. perform live to this day. I mean, EO is still not on the on the main roster, and Tony is, but they're barely using her. Yeah, you've only had three opportunities to see right. her in the four months she's been on the main <laughs> roster. So yeah, far. yeah. So most wrestling fans have not seen both of these people uh, perform live, and I got to see them not only perform live but wrestle each other. And so I, I feel very honored as a wrestling fan who loves both of these performers and those women's wrestling that I got to be there for this match. I think it could have benefited from about five more minutes, though. Yeah, it only goes uh, about ten and a half. Uh, mm-hmm. They probably should have stretched that just a little bit longer. Yeah, because um, it does feel—I won't say kind of forced. It feels a little abrupt. The end, a little. The it ends just kind of like, oh, oh, we're done. Okay, yeah, finished. <laughs> yeah, it was um, perfectly executed and it was well constructed. Uh, you know, usually you see people in, a, in a, a an important match like this, like they'll both hit their finisher and they'll both kick out of each other's finisher. And and they avoided that. They avoided that uh, trope, that cliche. Um, EO did kick out of the Storm Zero, but mm-hmm. uh, EO only hit the moonsault to the outside. She never hit it in the ring. Yeah. So Tony never kicked out of it, but she did hit a second Storm Zero to to get the win. And so, so victory. yeah. And so, you know, they, again, put thought into it and they avoided the predictable stuff that you usually see in, I'm just going to say it, men's matches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're 100 percent right. Um, and it's a trope to this day. With the on the men's side, it's just like, come on, can we not? Yeah, be better uh, yeah. at at our storytelling, at our presentation. Can the producers of these matches, you know, the agents, whatever you want to call them, the ones that do this, yeah. do they not understand this? Yeah, like, yeah. oh, we know this match isn't going to end until we see all of Randy Orton's stuff. Yeah, well, and, and and it's just like the overuse of distraction finishes, mm-hmm. like roll up finishes. You know, used sparingly, it they work, they're fine, it helps the story. But you know, like to date, we've had almost 125 distraction finishes to matches on SmackDown and Raw alone. Wow, that's yeah. insane. Yeah. That is absolutely insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're you're going to the well a little too much. <laughs> and those 125 matches, had they been women's matches on Raw and SmackDown, would have lasted 60 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Uh <laughs> but I was very happy to see this match in yes. person. I'd been following the Mayon Classic. And uh I think overall in 2000. I mean, maybe across both years overall, Tony Storm might have had the best matches in the May Young Classic. I, I'm, yeah, I'm not really going to disagree with you there. I think, uh, I think Tony and Kyrie. 
Yeah. Both yeah. had fantastic runs, obviously both winners of yeah. the, the May Young Classic. But Tony was in both tournaments, whereas Kyrie yes. was only in 2017. Which made sense. She won the first one. Doesn't right, matter. right, right. I'm just saying that she had, Tony had more opportunity to have more matches. Right, right. Yeah. But yeah, no, Tony's matches were probably the cut above on everybody else during yeah, I think I think so. Especially the the second May Young Classic run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um up next six man or yeah, six woman. Yes. Tag action and that is of course the boss Sasha Banks, Bailey who is still the hugger at this time, uh-huh. and Natalia uh taking on the Riot Squad, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan. Sasha uh, and Liv in one match. Oh, and, I, and I'm there? Oh, are there? you kidding? I'm in the third row, and Sasha and Liv are in one match. This could have lasted the rest of my life. Fight forever. Were you that big on Liv Morgan at this point? I took a lot of Liv Morgan pictures that night. Uh, okay, I guess you were. I guess <laughs> yeah, you were. I took a lot of Liv Morgan pictures, yeah. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wanted Sasha to win. Right, but, right. But, yeah. <laughs> That was a fun six-woman tag, though. Um, I mean, it was as good a trios match as you're going to see. Yeah. All six participants did very, very well. Um, all the spots you expect to see hit are hit. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Uh, the Oh, how'd you feel about the double sharpshooter from Natalia? Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. We also, at ringside, were kind of laughing because she took some sort of bump outside. Even re-watching it just a few minutes ago, I don't remember what the bump was. But she took some sort of bump on the outside and just played dead for like an hour and a half. <laughs> she just, she, it was like she had left the match. We were like, where is she? Like, why is she not involved in this anymore? Uh, by the way, <laughs> Sasha almost didn't get cleared for this show. Oh. She, she had been out for a few weeks at least and i was wondering if she was even going to be there oh and so yeah i was kind of biting my nails on that so i'm glad she got to come back and also before when they were leading up to the show it felt like because we knew becky and charlotte were doing a thing um sasha felt like the logical challenger to ronda rousey for this show yeah and then they went out and brought back nikki bella nikki bella (sighs) (sighs) <sighs> okay like we'll talk about that as we get there but yeah i was hoping that it was going to be sasha and and ronda in the main event which would have been a perfectly acceptable main event um mm-hmm. we ended up getting that match at the following rumble mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so we did get the match but uh yeah this was this was good they played with us a little bit we did get you know the expected spots a lot of them at least like you said but they did play with the formula like bailey was playing the face in peril yeah and built to the tag to sasha who they then beat down and she was playing the face in peril so we got two face in peril uh heat segments (laughs) um and it, it was a great build with a lot of believable near falls but the finish again they avoided the predictable Finish wasn't a sharpshooter. Finish nope. wasn't uh, a Bailey to Bailey, Bailey to Belly. It wasn't the um, uh, bank statement. Bank statement. Thank you. I couldn't get it out. No power bomb from Natalia to live, followed by a flying elbow from Bailey and a frog splash from Sasha gets the three count on live. And again, there's Sasha establishing she can win a match with the frog splash. Mm-hmm. So she uses that in future matches. You think, oh, it might be over here. 
it's not like a Randy Orton power slam where he's never won a single match with it in his life. And you know, they're going to kick out every time. Yep. It's very true. I'm picking on Randy Orton. I feel like I'm picking on Randy today. You are, you are, you are kind of throwing some, ha- some Randy Orton hate right now. Not, it wasn't planned. I, I didn't, I, he just, he just popped into mind. Just organically Sorry. happened. I, yeah. I hate Randy Orton. <laughs> he's better than you. He's, he's better than I used to really dislike Randy Orton. And, and now he's, he's usually okay. Not one of my favorites, but I don't hate him like I used to. <laughs> Yeah, you had you have he's a hall of famer come on he's going to be oh yeah, well, yeah without a doubt he'll be a hall of yeah. famer yeah um but yeah no fun match fun trios match uh leads us into uh one of my favorites man and that yeah. is the nxt women's championship match uh Kyrie saying the champion defending against Shayna baszler Hearts. Oh, I was so excited for this match. They I were my number so. two and number three women's wrestlers at, at uh, the time behind Sasha. Um, and we were just coming off a classic that they had at Takeover yes. Brooklyn that August. Um, one of my favorite women's matches ever. One of my favorite matches ever, really. If you want to get down to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, I was gonna get to be in the third row for the rematch. Are you kidding me? Like, man. Yeah, um, I think it's another one that could have benefited from about five more minutes. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, uh, I would have. I mean, it made sense story wise. I would have preferred not to have the interference. Yeah, from to the from Marina Shafir and, uh, mm-hmm. and Jessamine Duke. Jessamine Duke. Yeah, yeah. Kyrie backdrops Shayna into them as they're sitting in the front row. Yeah, and so they then interfere. Um, she what? She punches or slaps. Duke, she gets the better of them the first the, yeah. the first two attempts. Yeah. But then uh Jessica there at Duke the very kicks end kicks her yeah. as she gets thrown to the ropes and she falls right back into the Kirafuna clutch. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um but no, the match from start to finish was good. I oh, loved it. Yeah. It was a fantastic match. I agree. A little bit longer would have been nice. And the, she never tapped. Yeah, she, she, never she tapped. passes out like a like a face. Mm-hmm. Um and I like the story and and the way that both Kyrie and Shayna approach it as though it's real. Kyrie being smaller used strikes and speed and leverage holds to try to take out Shayna. Shayna used strikes, throws, and grapples mm-hmm. against a smaller opponent. Makes sense. It's kind of what I'm talking about. I'll pick up somebody else. It's kind of what I'm talking about uh, when I talk about Ilya Dragunov, where he's so much smaller than someone like Walter, but he's out there using throws. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. It doesn't play right. And so we're not getting that here. We're getting believable uh, strategies from a smaller person against someone who's bigger and stronger. And I mean, that's Kyrie. Is Kyrie not like the most lovable human being alive? I know, right? She, you, you just can't help but smile. I know. She, she has that infectious personality, uh, you know, with her entrance and everything, you know, the salutes, the smiles, the whole pirate gimmick thing. Love it. Yeah. So great. Even when she was a heel with Asuka, I just wanted to pat her on the head. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like, miss her. I miss her a lot. I did I did love the the heel uh kabuki warriors though. Oh yeah, yeah. It was so absolutely good. yeah. Um but I want to during this match, I mean the match fantastic. Like say Shanna picks up the victory and becomes the NXT women's first two-time NXT women's champion. Um but uh I want to kind of go back to the commentary on this one because uh, they they start referencing and, and talking a lot about the four horsewomen on both sides yep. for WWE and for MMA. 
so you know at one point they really wanted that match to happen mm-hmm. but i don't know if we're, we're ever going to see it now i don't feel like we are um recently uh just because like i say we are taping this earlier than you're listening to it but <laughs> we're live folks. we're live uh but uh no matter when you're listening to it in a recent interview uh becky lynch did bring up Rhonda's name and throw out a challenge which sometimes leads to stuff but mm-hmm. does that mean Rhonda's on her way back who knows yeah i i don't know that we'll see Rhonda Rousey in WWE again i don't know i'm 50/50 on it i yeah. can see it either way so who knows who knows we never got that Becky Rhonda one on one match that yeah. we we always wanted for WrestleMania we didn't want it to be that triple threat yeah i mean maybe Rhonda shows up in the rumble it's possible. I, I feel like people will will whisper about that. I think it's going to be like CM Punk. It's going to be every year people are going to say, yeah. I bet Ronda's coming back. I bet she's back this year. Yeah. And I think if she was to come back, I think much like CM Punk, it would be one of the worst kept secrets. It would leak. Someone would know. Mm-hmm. We'd get some kind of hard confirmation ahead of time. Kind of like AJ Styles when he came into the Rumble. Mm-hmm. We knew he was signing that that news broke like two weeks, three weeks before the rumble happened. So it was like, okay. It's like, but we didn't know for sure he was showing up at the rumble, but we had a good guess that mm-hmm. he was probably going to show up. Still popped huge for that though. <laughs> yeah. And even <laughs> when he came out, we didn't know for sure it was him because we didn't recognize the music. Yeah. So it could have been anybody. And then the phenomenal mm-hmm. flip, and it's like, oh. mm-hmm. yeah. Still love the meme at that point where Roman looks confused. He's like, what's that? And it's like, that's what being over sounds like. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> can't say that anymore, though. Not anymore. Not anymore. No. Roman's man. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I just thought that was interesting the way the commentary was leaning so heavy into the four horsewomen yeah. uh, talk. And we, as of yet, have never materialized, and uh, two of them aren't with the company anymore. <laughs> yeah. Three of them, yeah. technically. Technically, yeah. Ronda's not with the company. Neither are Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir. Right. So, yep. Uh, I guess the WWE Four Horsemen win by default. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Three of them didn't show up. Yep, it's a forfeit. Uh, <laughs> before well, we years ago, to... Shayna Shayna could have held her own without them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. Well, she's getting back. She's getting back. Hopefully to that. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, but uh, before we get to these last two matches, I did also want to bring up, they, they aired a lot of really cool and uh, video packages Yes, in between matches and just highlighting some of the stuff that uh, just really stuck out to me. Like Lillian Garcia talking about, you know, there'd be nights she'd be the only woman in the ring, period. Yep. That's yep. it. <laughs> it's like, wow. Um so and what a big deal that was like Lundra talking Sasha getting emotional talking about you know dreaming about a moment like this from when she they showed pictures like when she was a young fan mm-hmm. same thing with Bailey uh was just fantastic yeah. I, as always I've said the production crew for vignettes and videos and promo packages WWE second to none yeah they are fantastic at it I, I used to be in awe of the pay-per-views, like when we come over to your house and watch, because at the end of the night, there was already a promo video 
with all the stuff you'd already seen. Yeah, like a recap video. Like a recap they, video. They did like, it for this show. They did it for Evolution. Yeah. And yeah. It's like, man, you guys are quick in yeah. there with the edit, which is amazing. Uh, I think just they for- need to do stuff like that, like more music videos. Um, yeah. Remember the My Sacrifice video they did? Uh, Tell, the me <laughs> Tell me a lie. Tell me a lie. Yeah. They need so, to do stuff like that again. Some music integration. Oh, and speaking of which, that was, I mean, that was a banging set at the top of the show. Oh, uh, yeah. By the musical guest. Um, yeah. Oh, and I, I should have. Uh, Lizzie Hale and Nita Strauss. Yes. They performed, uh, I guess, a song was called Evolution. I yeah. Mean, they kept saying Evolution over and over. So that's my assumption. Yeah. yeah. It was a catchy tune. It was great. I love the the song they used as the the promo hype leading up to the event, which is a little. Mix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Played throughout the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, salute. I thought that was great. And by the um, way, even the musical guests got cheered. Yes. Like, well, of course, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Lizzie Hale was ripping it up. Yeah. I think it, that was Nita Strauss on the guitar. Oh, I'm sorry. I've got him back. Yeah. Nita Strauss on the guitar. Yeah. yeah. Lizzie Hale's a vocalist. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. But, you know, with certain crowds, it wouldn't have mattered. It was, yeah. oh, we want our wrestling now. Boo anybody who isn't wrestling for us. Um, but no, we weren't booing anybody that night. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was fantastic. Just again, from start to finish, every aspect of this show was done so well mm-hmm. and received so well as yes. by the crowd, by those of us that were watching at home, at least mm-hmm. I hope, at least those of the, that actually appreciate you know, the women mm-hmm. uh, for the athletes that they are. Um, and again, I'll say, you know, again, props to Renee Young on commentary, props to Beth Phoenix, even props to Michael Cole, who, um, I thought was great during the show. Um, I mean, he is one of the best, he's the senior announcer Mm -hmm. now, and I think he's like in charge of the announced teams from a a business standpoint and higher. Kayla recently tweeted. Uh, it was the anniversary of him hiring her. Oh, okay. So yeah. So he apparently has more stroke than maybe we even realize. And that, that's wild to think about, especially when you go back and watch Attitude Area Eric <laughs> clips when he's getting picked on by The Rock. Yeah, and everybody else getting wedgies. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that guy is going to be hiring people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's—I mean—that's that's a great story for him from what he came through and and was mm-hmm. able to become. Um, of course, Renee Young, not with WWE anymore, right? Uh, but has a great podcast and still does lots and lots of stuff. Uh, I could easily see her catching on at a place like ESPN, or um, I think she still does some stuff from Fox mm-hmm. now and then. Um, and she has another a new podcast, I believe, uh, like an M- MMA podcast with one of the MMA women. Oh, I didn't realize uh, that. That only been around for. At this point, maybe a month, okay. um, I think. But uh, I did remember hearing about that. And of course, Beth Phoenix would get back in the ring <laughs> yep. uh, after this at the um, at the Rumble, I believe, the upcoming Rumble. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yep. uh-huh. And then she had a she had a, 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 pro, a, a program with the tag the, leading up to the women's tag team belt. Right. Yeah. And was in that match. So, so was it WrestleMania? Yeah. Yeah, WrestleMania. So, yeah. WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. yeah. So very, very cool. Uh, By the way, the- I would have preferred to have that Alexa Trish match we never got to the Alexa, uh, to the uh, Trish Charlotte match we did. 
I know most people are probably going to disagree with that, but for me personally, I would have rather had the Trish Alexa match. Oh, that's right. Because we got Trish and Charlotte at SummerSlam. I almost forgot about that. Yeah, we did. Yeah, but we never got that Trish Alexa match we were supposed to get at this show. Maybe there's still a chance. Yeah, I Maybe. think Trish can still. Oh, yeah. I think she seems to be in good shape. I don't see why she couldn't still yeah, go. Yeah, she's, she's still in fantastic shape. By the way, I I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show. I have shared airplanes with both Lillian Garcia and Ah, Trish Stratus. Very cool. Very cool. Lillian, I was standing a couple people behind her waiting to board the plane. She was with her husband, and there was maybe one person between us. Um, Trish, uh, I was sitting in the uh, emergency exit row, so I had space between me and the seat in front of me. Um, and she was taking one of her kids to the bathroom and had to wait. And so she and her kids stood right in front of me, between me and the seat in front of me, just standing there waiting for the bathroom. And I'm just sitting there like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, Tristratus is right in front of me. <laughs> I could have been forward. No, I didn't want to. She was with her kid. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. want to be that guy. No, no. But I could have leaned forward and like headbutted her. <laughs> <laughs> That would have started a match at 50,000 feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would, yeah, that would have been some uh, plane run from hell shit right there. <laughs> oh, Kurt awesome. Hennig and Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> but let's jump into our last two matches. Uh, we had a last woman standing match. Becky Lynch, current SmackDown champion at the time. And as of current this recording. At the time. <laughs> at current at the time. Yeah current at the time uh <laughs> <laughs> it was defending against charlotte flair um and uh, this was a knockdown drag out it, it was what people want from this type of match yeah i mean we're less than i think there were less than five minutes into the match and the ring was full of chairs they were pulling mm. tables out ladders um i mean it's just a it brutal was supposed match. to Becky was supposed to still be a heel here too. Yes, she was definitely playing because I mean, at one point she's like, she grabs the belt, and she's like, I'm out of here. Yeah, done. Takes forget off. it. She Tries uh, to take off. She taps mm-hmm. to the figure eight. Yeah, um, which doesn't of course matter. Didn't, no, it didn't <laughs> matter. Um, she begged off a couple of times. Uh, she was swinging the uh, kendo stick. And yeah. Charlotte caught it and took it from her and she started to beg off a little bit. Like she was supposed to be a heel, but the anti-Charlotte sentiment was just too strong. I think that's really, I mean, people liked Becky anyway, but yeah. then combine it with the anti-Charlotte sentiment. And that's really what started Becky's ascent to superstardom. Yeah. Well, I mean, and people were, had waited for Becky to, to, to kind of break out for so long. And when she finally snapped on Charlotte, this, you know, being, I guess, a few Summer months Slam. prior, SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of snapped and beat the trash. I mean, the crowd was into it. They were like, yes, yeah. finally, this is what we want. It was supposed to be a heel turn. Yeah. But people wanted Becky to have that edge so bad, they didn't care that she was a heel. And they uh, wanted her to succeed. And they yeah. wanted someone besides Charlotte to succeed. Sasha at this show, two years after losing to Charlotte, was still suffering from that program she still had not recovered um the, her characters her character's reputation had not yes. recovered from being a face 
who tapped out twice in the final match of that program. Yeah. Mm. Uh, again, I was at that match too. And I knew, I knew in the moment I was like, Oh man, Sasha's this going to hurt her so bad. And it did. And so here she is at this show. She was brought in at, when she brought up to the main roster, basically as the star of the women's division of the future. And then by the end of that calendar year, um, she'd been pushed aside for Charlotte made to look uh, weak straight up. And two years later, she's still trying to fight back from that. And she inevitably does. We know. Yes. But that sort of stuff also contributed to people rebelling against Charlotte. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that in turn led to people supporting anyone who looked like they might have a shot to supplant her. And it looked like Becky was the one and, Ultimately, yeah. she kind of was. I don't know if she, if Charlotte was supplanted, so to speak, but Becky certainly got herself up to an even level. Yeah, I mean, these two would beat the trash out of each other in this match. I like the spot where Becky piles everything on top of Charlotte on the outside. Yeah. Hoping that keeps her back down for the 10. And again, going to playing as the heel when Charlotte gets up, the, the stunned look on Becky's face yeah. is great. Yeah. Um, she didn't really make it to her feet during that. Did you notice that? No, she made it to her knees and said, "Is that all you got?" And the ref's like, ah, "I guess I'll stop counting." <laughs> she talks, so that means she's good, <laughs> right? She um, actually made it more to her feet when she lost. Oh than yeah, she did the, in that moment. The power bomb through the table spot at the end, yeah, uh, which looked brutal. Oh my god, yeah, because it was from the turnbuckle to yeah. the outside. Oh god, yeah. I was like, man, kudos, kudos for taking those bumps. Yeah, um, she got body slammed on a ladder. Yeah, the, um, uh, there was a figure four through the ladder. Yeah, that's what Becky tapped to. Oh, yeah, that was the other instance yeah. where she tapped. Um, yeah, uh, leg drop to Charlotte from a ladder through the announcer's table. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They were going all out for almost 30 minutes. Yeah, almost a 30-minute match, 28 minutes and 40 seconds. Um, but, of course, Becky Lynch retained her SmackDown title. Um, and this would be... Uh, kind of a, not a precursor i'll say but this of course leading into the events on uh, that raw going into survivor series where becky gets her nose bloodied mm-hmm. and the man is born yeah essentially um and where she was supposed to have that one-on-one match with ronda yes at survivor yeah champion versus champion at survivor series and we don't get it because of the broken nose mm-hmm. thanks to Nia Jax. charlotte yeah yeah um we do get an awesome charlotte ronda match yeah no that match charlotte and ronda at survivor series was incredible yeah it was amazing um but speaking of, uh, of ronda she was in the main event she was the the raw women's champion and she was defending against nikki bella of course brie bella with her twin magic going on uh and let's let you know you brought up up earlier let's talk about this i will say at least they had a story that rolled into this that made sense that Nikki would be the opponent because, you know, they were supportive of Rhonda supportive, helping, you know, the training, blah, blah, blah. And then turning on her, it's like, okay. So at least it wasn't out of the blue. Right. You know? Um, but yeah, now of course would have preferred Rhonda versus Sasha mm-hmm. in this match. Yeah. But like I say, and, and I mean, and plus given the attitudes, of Vince, <laughs> we'll just I'll just call him out right now. 
Vince's attitude towards women and his attitude towards this show uh, and everything else about how much they had to fight to get this on because he was like, it won't draw, it won't draw. He's never believed women could really draw. Um, he's changed his mind a little bit, or at least someone has strong-armed him into, because we have gotten, again, women in the main event of WrestleMania, mm-hmm. women main eventing Raw, SmackDown, and other pay-per-views. But uh, I think he was saving a headline match like Sasha versus Ronda for what he considered a much bigger pay-per-view and a much bigger big. venue. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it, it waited till rumble to see that. Um, this match too was more of a main event for casual fans. I think yes. it was more likely to bring in people who weren't the hardcores. True. Because, you know, the Bellas had total divas and total Bellas. So there were people who weren't wrestling fans who knew who they were. Mm-hmm. And, everybody knows who Ronda Rousey is. So you have two people who are stars outside of wrestling main eventing the show. I can see where Vince would think it would be the biggest draw that he had for a mainstream audience on this roster. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Um, The, The ringside fans for this match, by the way, they didn't hate on it. Again, we didn't hate on anything, but they weren't into it. Really? The people who were down on the floor with me. Now the, the bowl, Absolutely into it. I'm not saying the ringside fans never reacted to anything or that every single person on the floor just sat there. That's not the case, but just they weren't as into this as they were everything else. I got you. Um, And I think it was because Rhonda still a bit of an outsider. Nikki never really considered to be a great wrestler by hardcore fans, by the fans who would pay $800 to sit in the third row like me. Um, Never really considered Nikki to be a great in the ring and this match did suffer from foregone conclusion syndrome there was no chance yeah nikki was winning this so that took some of the drama out of it uh at least for people who watch enough to know that and to be able to to see that ahead of time so i think that took some out of this main event for those of us who paid the big money to sit on the floor but still nobody was hating on anybody nobody was booing ronda when she came out nobody booed the bellows when they came out still supportive but this was definitely more for the fans who were in the cheaper seats. Yeah. And and for me, it's like the main event probably should have been, when you look at it, Becky versus Charlotte. Mm-hmm. But because, again, you want that marquee value mm-hmm. for the casual fan or the outside fan, mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey's name and, and a Bella, Nikki Bella's name, is going to be what draws more people in. And kind of like what uh, Bruce Pritchard had said, I mentioned this before about WrestleMania 11 and why Bam Bam and LT went on last instead of Diesel and Sean, the people who were there watching for Lawrence Taylor, and in this case, Ronda Rousey or Nikki Bella, had to watch everybody else to get there. Yeah, And so you had more chance. So if, if Becky and Charlotte had gone on last, it's possible that they wouldn't even watch that match. And yeah. maybe somebody did watch that match and say, oh man, I want to see that more. I want to see these two again, or maybe just one of them. Maybe they fell in love with Becky or fell in love with Charlotte, whatever. Yeah. It's very possible that match won some of those casual fans over and kept them coming back to the product. So I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, you know, there's a business side to it and we totally see that. Uh, but yeah, the match itself, you know, it's okay. It's, it's, uh, I think it's among Nikki's best matches. Yeah. And they don't, maybe Nikki's best match. I don't know. They don't overstay their welcome. They do 14 mm-hmm. minutes and they get in and out. Um, which is Ronda's fine. so believable. She's completely believable in everything oh, yeah. she does. Yeah. 
I, I can't take anything away from from Rondo. I mean, she beat people up for a living for real. Right. So yep. And luckily, she translated and was able to start still pull those punches, but in a believable way. Yeah, she's a natural. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, like I say, we've talked about it. One of the hottest rookie seasons, mm-hmm. like first years of anyone. And I'm glad I got to see her live. I like to try to see everybody live at least once that I can. There are very few big stars in this business that I have not seen perform live. Um, Andre the Giant, never got to see. Yeah. Um, Scott Hall, never got to oh. see. Yeah. I got uh, to see Scott Hall. Yeah. At a WCW yep. event. <laughs> I never Nitro. did. And I don't think I ever got to see Sting. Never got to see Sting. But for the most part, I've seen anybody that most people can can name you yeah. know that's been that's been on the mainstream stage um so i'm glad i, I got to check Rhonda off my list because she wasn't around that long and like you said there's no guarantee she'll be back yeah uh you just never know um because with her wanting to start a family plus uh the kind of animosity i guess she had towards the fans yeah <laughs> how she was kind of booked towards the end mm-hmm. um so who knows? Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. And, well, and, mm-hmm. and, and as far as seeing people live, you still maybe have a shot to see Sting. <laughs> yes, I could. You yeah. still have a shot. I could. Um, yep. My, 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 go, you have to go to AEW. I have to go to AEW. If, if they can lure me in with a strong women's match, maybe I'll yeah. go. Maybe mm-hmm. you get to see him. Or, or, or Daniel Center Punk. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, that's the matches. You know, Ronda wins with, uh, you know, the arm bar. Although I will say... Because I remember they were going back and forth after this. Rhonda and Becky over the arm bars. Yeah. Becky's arm bar looks more believable. Mm-hmm. Visually. Right. Visually. Because I'm not going to sit there and say, Rhonda, that, that that don't hurt. I'm sure it does. Yeah. The, the, it's the way she bends it back. Like, twist it backwards. She bends yeah. it at the elbow and then pull, tries to pull it back. Tries to pull the forearm back behind the shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can't twist an arm that way. Yeah, yeah. So no doubt that hurts, but at face value and visually looking, it mm-hmm. looks like Becky's would hurt more because she's right. sitting on your joint yanking that arm back. Right. Um, but yeah, battle of the arm bars, which we'll never get. <laughs> right. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Doesn't feel like it. Yeah. But uh, what are your some of your final thoughts? Uh, I show. just, I, this was my favorite show that I've been to. Like I said, at the beginning, the, the crowd was unbelievable and just everyone was happy to be there. The crowd was happy to be there. The talent was happy to be there. We were happy to support them and to be there for them in that moment. Um, it was, it was what I wish every wrestling show felt like um, because we supported women's wrestling and we supported every one of them and we wanted them to succeed. You know, usually you go to a wrestling match and if you like women's wrestling, you cross your fingers that you get to see your favorite. Like, Oh, maybe I'll get to see. I went to a raw in Boston and they didn't put Sasha on the show. It's her hometown. In her hometown. She she wasn't even on the show. She did a meet and greet earlier. I met her earlier and then she wasn't on the show. And so going to this match, loving women's wrestling, knowing you're going to get to see all your favorites. That was cool. Yeah. Um, and you still don't get that. I mean, yeah. you know, I went to the house show not long ago. Didn't get to see Liv Morgan. Was supposed to see Sasha, but she didn't show up. That was the first night she didn't show up for whatever kept her off TV lately. 
Um, and the only women's match we got was Rhea and uh, Nikki Ash, Nikki oh. Ash. So I still to this day went to that show and only saw two women. So getting to see everybody and getting to support them and cheer them on and buy their merch and, and all that was just, I, I, I'm itching to do it again. They do another, another evolution. I'm going wherever it is, awesome. including overseas. Cause Hey, I've got a passport now. Hey, there you go. That's right. You yeah. are a man who can travel internationally. I am. Uh, uh, well, you know, COVID. <laughs> well, COVID might stop it. <laughs> certain, Legally, certain I destinations. Can. <laughs> certain oh, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And I mean, I, I obviously wasn't able to be there to see it live, but just uh, from a fan standpoint, yeah, I appreciate so much what they accomplished with this show. The fact that they were allowed to do it, such a big step can't wait for them to do it again hopefully they will i don't know that they will i don't either i don't either i I hope so and by the way every match was good there was no stinker yeah there wasn't a match where i was like man (laughs) yeah nothing sucked which just how often do you see that on a men's show never we see never, but almost never yeah we see 90 percent male dominated pay-per-views all the time and there's always a few that i'm like i could have gone without watching that Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah they even made the battle royal fun entertaining and feel important so it's women's wrestling and you know this is why Mm -hmm. we want to focus on women's wrestling that's right and on our show and we hope you enjoyed this uh special retro review and you only have a couple days to wait. Only a few days uh, upcoming. And we're going to get the launch officially, the first episode, with our new format on Positively Wrestling Evolved. We hope you will join us. Um, Friday. Friday, October 29th. This, yep. this Friday. Coming up. Like three days away. Three yep. days. Um, so not long to, to wait at all. Uh, we hope you will stick with us. We hope you have stayed with us the whole time, of course. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, And if you're tuning in new, if we caught your eye on social media because we're making this switch to the all-women's format, welcome to the show. We hope you enjoy what we have to offer. Uh, we got a lot of big plans, a lot of cool segments uh, coming up. Yeah, Steve. Uh, yeah, and and speaking about the fans that were at this show – those are the types of fans I want listening to us and to be part of our community. Those yes. who are supportive of women's wrestling, who don't crap on stuff, who don't crap on each other. If that's you, please join us. We want you to, to, to be part of our community. We want you to be our friends. Yes. Um, please. We love, love positive us. wrestling fans. Love <laughs> I want a positive. When I go on Twitter, I want it to be a positive experience to be a wrestling fan on Twitter. Um, so yeah, if, if you're if you're here because we're making the switch to, to women's wrestling, follow us. Tell tell me who you are. I'll follow you back because yeah. I want to talk women's wrestling with you. If you like it and love it as much as I do and as much as Tim does, we want to be your friends, your wrestling friends. So please, please uh, tell us who you are and come join us. Yes, very much. Uh, you can find us uh, on Twitter. You can find me at Timothy K. You can find Stephen at Bizarro Doom. You can find the show at PLUS WrestleCast. That's at PLUS WrestleCast. You can uh, email, email us, us at POS WrestleCast at gmail.com. If so, you're new, don't ask. <laughs> if you're new, don't ask. But if you're smart, you get it. Uh, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> but uh, but yeah, but please email us, uh, send us tweets. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Just search for the Positively Wrestling Podcast. Uh, and yeah, just lots of great content coming. And again, for those of you that liked when we did, you know, results rundowns and stuff like that, we're still going to have some of that. It's going to be, you know, a, a lot shorter, different formats. Some other stuff. We'll have more information on that coming uh, on the initial launch show. We'll have all those deets for you. Uh, but yeah, stay tuned. We hope we uh, have you here joining us Friday, upcoming 29th, October, Positively Wrestling Evolved. You guys have a great week and we will talk to you soon. Atene.